Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. I know. I kind of wish I like waited. I didn't. I got this like right when I moved in. No, it's more uh, it's on like afterpay. Oh, that's fine. That's. I mean, hey, let's. You know what's so funny? What? Let's talk about rebranding of being poor. That's. I okay. would like to start the episode with that. Rebranding. The idea that it's called afterpay. No, it's called layaway. It's like layaway. The, you, it's just, it's the gentrification of being poor is so funny to me now. Yeah. You know, I read an article that was like, you guys know that you can save $600 a month by air drying your clothes? You mean being too broke by owning a dryer? Air dry. Could do it organically. Yeah, exactly. You could dry save your clothes organically. Like, yeah, bitch, I've been saving the environment. Yeah, or just the fact that people are now like living van life. My I'm guy. like, we're just like glamorizing like homelessness. That's what I'm saying. Why are you trying to? You we're gentrifying like homelessness. Exactly. Crazy. Could you imagine some homeless person seeing a van life being like, bitch, you right. want to be me? <laughs> like what is it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, and so it's like a weird. luxury van. It's just like, what the fuck? The, the layers of it. I mean, yeah. honestly, I did have a, 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 a uncle friend, you know, one of my dad's like friends yeah, yeah, uncle, yeah. who used to be like, man, camping is one of the most disrespectful things to do to a homeless person. Honestly, it really is. He's like, he's just like, I don't get it. It's just like cracked him up. He was just like, you're going to go per- Tend that you don't have a home and go lay, and like lay on the ground. I get being in nature. Don't come for yeah. me in the comments being like, what about nature? No, I get that. But this yeah. idea of, I don't know, it cracks me up. But this afterpay, I see it all the time when I like. Or, or a firm. Yes, a firm. A firm. Karna. Karna. G- girl, I use all of them. You know what? I think the next place that they should try to gentrify is like the money trees. You know what I mean? How are rich people going to be like, pay me to cash your check? <laughs> Like what is the next version? Yeah, God, I'm gonna that, give a what billionaire. is the next version? But I'm glad that they have that because like it was like embarrassing to do layaway. Like they had, there's no layaway anywhere. Now you could do fucking afterpay at Sephora. Yeah, get all your stuff. I'm all and for pay it. Layer, you I, know. I'm all for it. I just think it's so funny. It's because so funny. I'm like, oh, now it's okay. Now it's okay. I guess. Or, you yeah. know, I, it's because we're all broke. It's the economy. It's um, really smart get to get people to fucking shop because we are all broke. We're yeah. all going through it. America chooses poverty every morning. Like we like the rich like us right. where we are. Let's oh god. You know, I mean, we could go there, but I think it's because we're trying to avoid the emotional stuff. You yeah. and I are like, well, I'm going through it. You're not really going through it. You're beautiful and fine and gorgeous. I mean, like, I go through things. Mm-hmm. But I guess my biggest thing is like money, but that's like always everything. Do you, I'm a man, money. I know. I just like, I just, you know, I know I make money. I'm so grateful that I make money with the show, Mm -hmm. but I'm just like waiting for the time where I just make like 
minimum 10k a month yeah and just be like settled you know just and not have to like you know i'm asking just for 10k i would love 100k a month without oh she chose you i would love 100k a month that's definitely a goal but my next goal is like just a minimum 10k i was about to ask you what do you think you're like what i always call calm amount not your like you know, millionaire amount, which is the, you said a hundred. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just like, what is the 10 K a month is my, I mean, I know I could, I've obviously I've been surviving on less, but like come in here, child, I would love like that's That's when I feel like, okay, I could like I can relax a little bit, you know, you could be Junie in my lap right now. Yeah. Like she doesn't even have to, she's not thinking about it, dude. I don't know how to, like, I'm trying to play. I'm trying to stay so calm right now. It's because she knows you're going through something. Usually she knows. I thought it was because I smelled like bats. And she was like, I'm going to terrify this dog that you have to go home to. That's going (laughs) to smell this cat. No. But she she knows that I'm going through something. She knows you're going through something. Hold on. I'm going to fix this. No, you're fine, actually. Wait, am I quiet for once? No, you're good. You're good. A little bit. But it's because you're kind of quick. You're not talking your regular My regular loud volume, voice. Isn't but that funny? I'm depressed, and so then I just get, like, really low and quiet. It's kind of weird, right? You even said no. it. I looked weird, didn't I? No. Or different. No, you just look sad. Oh, that too. Like, I was just like, like I was like, oh, okay, she's going through something. Yeah. But I wasn't, but you look like you, just like you, sad you. Yeah. You know? That's what's happening. Oh, rip the label yeah. off. But anyways, let me, I guess, let me plug, plug ourselves. <laughs> it's so hey funny guys. when I say plug yourself to like new people because they like. They get a kickle. They get a giggle They're like, ha, 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 ha. I'm like, you're, you're so new. <laughs> you don't understand what we're going through. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That was crinkly papers. Okay. Well, hi. You should have butt plugs. I'm sorry. Then say plug yourself. Oh my God. I should. Why is this the first time that this, this has ever, ever happened? Of this. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, coming trademark. soon. There you <laughs> go. Bro girl therapy. Bro girl therapy. Uh, stay tuned for that. I'm actually because I know where to get butt plugs like wholesale and to customize. I, so I. What the fuck? You need to have one. I'm going to make this tomorrow. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. And then have like, you know, it's, you know, click and subscribe oh below. Like have the link underneath my TikTok video. Oh my God. Wait. That apparently goes viral and then people will buy yeah. butt plugs. Oh my God. Stop. Okay. That's great. You can also have a bunch of butt plugs that say like stick up your ass or something. Stick yeah. this up your ass, you know. Stick but it up no, your ass. Plug yourself. Plug yourself. I, Just, yeah. That's. I mean, you could also make gag balls that say that too. <gasps> Bitch, I need to go. do a sex toy line. I think one day, I, I know. I think one day when I like have monies, monies, I'll for sure have a sex toy line, dude. A sex toy line called. <sighs> I'm gonna have to bleep that out. I know. I don't cut want that out. I don't want people take that. That one's for you. Don't that no one? Deals. Okay, no, but like, hello. I know. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hello. Okay. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Bacon, your host of Pro Code Therapy. And guess what? What? My water we looks We got ugly Rose there. back on the pod. I know. It's been a while. We always well, say that. Okay. Well, technically, this is coming out in a couple weeks. So the one with the twins is out. Oh, yes. And this is going to come out right after that. So they've had you twice in a row. <gasps> Fine. But I like wanted that to happen because like we haven't had you on for so long. I know. And there's no excuse. Honestly, there's no excuse. You live here now. Yeah. I've been living here. I know. I mean, you'd like always travel. So I feel like 
that's that would be an excuse but i mean yeah i live here now so it's like flexible I'm like yeah come come, come as you are whenever yeah. before it was like i'm on a time crunch here's a link pick a time exactly and i'm like yeah come and come that was stay. you know you that we were just talking about the difference between anxiety and depression it's like anxiety is like we have to get the know the schedule like right you know what are we going to be there were things and depression's like I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do shit. Don't make me choose. I was depressed yesterday. How was that? Um, well, I want to know if I was depressed. It felt like depression. It was because I took a COVID shot the day before. And mm. you know, they like the, uh, the cloudiness and you feel sick afterwards. I felt yeah. really sick. Not that I felt sick. Sorry. I'm, I didn't feel like I had a fever or a cough or anything like that. I just felt so nauseous. That makes sense. And like sleepy. Mm-hmm. So I slept the whole day. And you know when you sleep too much, you're just like feel. Oh, dep- you get sick. Like I get, I got so depressed. I was like, I like hated everything. Oh no, that makes sense. I mean like that's so. the annoying thing about everyone should get boosters. But the yeah. annoying thing about the booster is that, you know, the vaccine has a little bit of the, you know, um, disease or like sickness in it so that your body knows how to build those antibiotics and stuff so like a little bit to help you fight it but that doesn't mean it doesn't come like covid depression like the second time i got covid i i was like i want to die like i had i so it reeked through my body it ran havoc yeah and so it really does actually every time i got covid i was i was honestly fine i don't want (sighs) to jinx it now you're so well you got your booster yeah i got a booster but i've had it like twice now and every single time i was just like i don't feel anything like one of those people wow that's so nice the first time i had it i didn't really feel anything because i had it when i was on vacation and so i just thought i was tired because we would like leave the airbnb at 3 p.m and not come back until (sighs) 3 a.m so i was like oh i'm just tired but the second time i got it oh it ran through my i was like my teeth hurt Oh like, I God. was in so much pain. I just was like, this is the worst feeling in the entire world. And then oh. my doctor was like, oh, you don't need to get the booster because you have you the strength. You yeah. are the booster. And I was like, sick. <laughs> you are but the everyone booster. But everyone should get it. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, like, didn't care to get it. I know it's fucked up, but I'm, I'm traveling. And, like, so I felt like that's fair. And my, like, dad's, you know, my stepmom, she, like, you know, gets sick really easily mm-hmm. and like has an autoimmune disease. So I was like, okay, like in this circumstance, like for sure. Cause that other than that, nice it's like, I don't you. really go outside. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really mean, don't go sense. outside. It is becoming, which is so sad because it's like, it shouldn't take away what COVID was when we first right. experienced it, but it is becoming like the flu where it's Ooh. like, you should just get your flu shot. And I'm one of those people that's like, I just grew up. There's two, I think there's honestly two types of families. There's the families that like get the flu shot every year. And then yeah. there's the family that just doesn't. My family was the one that like, we're too broke to be sick. So just get the fucking flu shot. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, some families are like, we're not broke, but we just also don't get sick or don't get the flu shot it's just like how you go about it but i am i'm such a booster girl i I love baddie booster (laughs) booster baddie give it to me i just you know i just i'm like please um, yeah stick something in me you know yeah stick something in me i'm like i need to feel something oh that's why i get so many tattoos and i felt it the next day but your arm sore it's better now, but yesterday it was so sore. I was like, oh, I was so dramatic. It's into like, your oh muscle? God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. I was, just, I was in so much pain, you guys. I was just like, I was like glad you canceled for yesterday because I was like. Oh, good. I would have not been able to do the show at all. Oh, my 
God, she's so comfortable. I know. Doesn't it feel good when a cat chooses you? It does because they are serial killers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, it's, um, <laughs> and she's like, impressive. why your tail? And like, she's very, she's telling letting you know how much she loves you. That's her tail telling you that. I know. And I'm trying so hard to stay calm, but I won't lie. I did have to like detach one of her claws. Oh yeah. yeah no, her Cause cool. I had to be her like, okay, you don't thick. love me that much. Yeah. Like, just her claws older. are hella thick, but she's, she's good. Good. But you know, I'm glad that she's helping me. God, she is telling me that it's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, it's going to, it will be fine. I just don't, I'm just so sad. And Junie's making it so much better. You want to talk about it? No. Um, all I'm going to say is that friend breakups suck. I just want to ask because I know they're thinking it, but you could say no. All I'm going to say is that friend breakups suck. Um, friend breakups are the worst fucking thing in the entire world. There are not enough um, resources out there to, you know, we were talking about how I really love that apparently I have this, um, I guess, like, uh, reputation and also like this uh, the people think I'm such a great friend which you know you told me that and it, like made me really cry and everything um, so it's just really sad right now because I feel like I I, you know the full story and a lot of people know the full story and they keep telling me it's not my fault um, and it's not me it's definitely that person but I can't help but feel, feel like, like I you, failed for sure. as a friend like I feel I know that I am a good friend and this is someone who doesn't feel like they're choosing to believe made up things about me and they're choosing to believe really fucked up things and will not talk to me. And it's, it's driving me crazy and it's making me really, really sad and question myself. And I already don't like parts of myself. So it just doesn't help right. that this is added on. And I know I have so many amazing friends and so many great people. I have you as an amazing resource and just human. And I'm so thankful for you, but it sucks. It hurts. It like, no, like I mean, we talk about friendship breakups. I I want to talk about friendship breakups more and more on the show and like normalize it because like it is a thing and it's a thing that no one really talks about. Because how do you talk about it? You yeah. know what I mean? Like we all there's so many movies about breakups. There's so many books about breakups. Yeah, like, a friend breakup is just so. Ugh. How do you dissect like nearly ten years of friendship just gone? Just gone. You know? And this is my third major friend breakup. And you friends know? usually last longer than relationships. That part. They help you through the relationships. Yeah. You know? And so it's just like, this one is just like, this one's devastating to me because I just like, I know that this person, this person's really hurt right now. Like really genuinely going through something. And w it will talk about me to other people and will talk around me and, but but won't talk to but you. won't talk to me. And I have to, Do you think like, maybe they'll, like, be ready one day, just give them the space and, like, just, like, you know, I think almost make them miss you in order to, like... I mean... And not, not just give them space just for that, but just, like, you know, give them the space to just, like, not feel, like, overwhelmed. Because I think sometimes people, like, they become so avoidant because mm -hmm. it's just, like, they're not good at confrontation and they just want to, like run away from the situation um but a lot of times they just need the space to just like process it because people process things so yeah. differently you know yeah. and it's I just mean. just to give this person some benefit of the doubt i guess i mean i don't really agree with how they're treating you at this moment um of course i'm like team rose all the way every day <laughs> no matter what um 
even if you're in the wrong, you know, like I'll still be team Rose and be like, hey, like maybe that this is because of this or whatever, you know, but I don't know. I just like, I guess to give them a doubt is like maybe they just whatever they're processing for whatever reason, even if it is false, just give them that time to just like deal with it, you know? Yeah. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. As for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter, you don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, Not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Yeah, I know. I want to. I want to. I want to give him that space. I yeah. really do. It's just. It is. It's just. It's just hard because it is that idea that like when you break up with. We talked about this before. When you break up with a significant other, it's just kind of like there'll be someone else. But like friends are just so rare, especially good ones. Yeah, you know. And I right now he's this person is not acting like a good one, but 
I, part of me is also really sad that the way that they're treating me right now, which I know is not fair and is low key abusive. Like I, you know, you've, you've seen the text, you've right. seen like how it's going, how I'll still forgive them. I know. Cause that's just the type of person you are. And, um, I don't know. And I know I, I wish I was meaner. I really do. I know. I remember I told you when Danny did my star chart, and he, he was like, there's, there's not there's a like mean, mean bone, bone in your body. body. <laughs> I was like, not even on my Sagittarius yeah, side. Like, He's like, absolutely <laughs> not that. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just, I just really hope that if anything, we could just get to a place where we can just, because we have to exist in a very, like, I have to exist with this person in a very rare circumstance. Yeah. I just hope that I can get to a place with this person where it's, it doesn't affect everything else around me. And also more importantly, it doesn't have to involve anyone else. Yeah. I think that's why I'm being so secretive and cryptic right now is because I don't, this person, they're also not going to listen to that podcast. No offense. It's just because I mean, they're corny. I got it. Um, <laughs> they just don't understand good podcasts. <laughs> they just um, don't have good taste. Yeah, they just don't have good taste. It's generally fine. Right, yeah. But you know, it's great. But it's, it's I, I, I'm only talking about this because it's always for the listeners. It's always for that one person who is like, this happens to everyone else. Like I'm not alone. Like I'm not alone that a friend just, just kind of your friend that ghosted you for decades, you know? And this idea that you're not alone if a friend just suddenly is like, not you. And it hurts. It really hurts. It hurts the ego. It hurts the ego. And it just, it's just, it's just heartbreaking because I just wish I could be there for them, for them, for the way that you made them feel for whatever reason that they're not letting you know. <laughs> exactly. For whatever, for whatever reason and anything. So, and that's how, you know, like you, like you are a good friend. And that's a reminder to yourself is like the fact that I care so much is yeah. Like the egos involved, whatever, but it's because like you cared about the friendship, you I know, and do. like you would have, you would have handled things differently. You know, and so, like, I know that we could, like, blame ourselves and, like, what could have done differently. Or maybe I'm just, like, a person that's just very difficult to be with. Like, I think that we've all felt that about ourselves. Yes. You just go through that laundry yeah. list. And of you're just like, like, but we all have dirty laundry. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. And we like, all even do. Even if you've done all your laundry, there's still that pair of clothes that you're wearing. They're like, oh, well, this is pair the next fucking set of dirty laundry like it's just it's you know it's just inevitable it is it's just it's just hard because it's just like you know i i there are like the thoughts in my mind are already really fucked up and dark like what i think about myself is already dark so when a situation like this happens just makes it darker it just proves that voice right and i'm already battling with that voice like every single day like the like you know, I was talking to my mom as I was driving here and she was like, you know, that I don't think that's a thing that people believe or understand is just like how dark my thoughts actually are. I mean, it's, 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 I don't like it about myself and I'm trying to like work around it. So when you go through that laundry list and you have someone that's just like, nope, not you that you love and you trust laundry that you were hiding, you know, and you, and you know, and you, and you share that with someone and you hope they don't use it against you. And then it feels almost like they're using it. Like it feels almost like they're using it against me where I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to be as honest with you and is possible. Like I'm, I'm trying to be as honest with this person as possible. Like where I'm like, 
if I, yes, like I even, like I, I, I don't know what I did. This person has just completely ghosted me. They have not yeah. talked to me in six months. I don't know what I did. And I was like, I was just like, for whatever I did, I am sorry. I'm genuine. I don't even need to know what it was, but I genuinely am sorry if this is the reaction you're taking. I am. Because their feelings are valid. Their feelings are completely valid. And I'm just like, but, but like I, but I want to know, is there anything I could do to fix it? And just a simple no would have been fine. This person is just like not completely cutting me off. It's so crazy. No explanation. That avoid it. And it's so like hurtful. You know, what's weird. Like, I don't know if this is what your friend is like, but I remember Morgan used to do the same thing to me. Like he would do it in a way that was like punishment. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna let you know what I'm mad about, but you know, I'm mad because I'm ignoring you. I'm not giving you what you want, but I want you to sit with yourself almost like a punishment to figure out about your actions and what you did wrong. And I think that that's like, it's, it's cruel. Abusive. It's abusive and it's cruel. It yeah. And I'm not saying that that's what this person's doing because I don't, again, I don't know them. But I remember, but just the feeling I think of just like someone ignoring you, especially when it's like, wait, I thought we were great friends, you know, and to just not give you a reason, especially when like the last time you saw each other wasn't a fight. No, it, we ended on good terms. Yeah. It was a funny like, ha 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 ha, like, meme texting situation yeah and i think what also just irritates me is that it's it's obviously bleeding out into other relationships this person is talking to everyone else around me but will not talk to me and i'm like i can't and it's saying things like rose needs to fix her drama rose needs to fix herself of what i don't know what i need to fix so you just you just so you just don't like me and that then if it's that if that's the case i'll have to come to terms with it but it's just I'm asking for closure, and I know that's not fair. I know that's not fair. It's kind of selfish to ask for closure. It is. It really, it is. It's, it's, yeah, I'm going to own okay. it. It's, it's okay to, like, want that, though, you know? I just, I'm, I guess I'm just, I'm, I guess I'm trying not to feel, I'm trying not to feel. <laughs> I think I just answered it. I'm trying not to feel. I'm, I'm just really... This person meant a lot to me, yeah. and I felt like I got very Why close to crying? them. Sorry, because you're a sensitive, sweet little person. <laughs> so sensitive, yeah, you know, I don't like to see sad. Oh, thanks. I know, but I'll cry with you, and thanks. I love a good cry. You know? I know, I know. I kind of like. <laughs> I love a good. I love. I love. I do love crying. I just. I'm really. I. I don't know. And I'm really sad, and this is i it, I don't want to make this person feel bad. I'm not trying to make this person feel bad because I'm sad. I just would I would just would like to make this person feel better. Yeah, and it's a selfish one. I get that, but it's it's hard. Yeah. It's okay. And like, I feel like also everything today, like, I think something obviously happened today that, like, you know, sparked up these feelings. 
So everything right now is like very fresh. Yeah, they were shit talking about me to someone else and sent it to me instead. Oh, I didn't. I was gonna like tell the details. No, I was gonna. <laughs> but but I mean, but that's the thing. <laughs> but that's why I'm like, I'm like, you know, it, uh, that's that's what it was. Yeah, they were shit talking about me. Like, everyone's worst nightmare, and is they to do sent that. exactly, and they sent it to me subconsciously because the universe got. And I back. just my response, and you know, it, my response was just wow. Like I, I didn't know what to say, and I, I had, I, I just it, it felt as though. I mean, look, I know I use humor as a defense mechanism, but I literally did feel like uh, a Mortal Kombat. Like I felt like someone just like took my spine out of me and was like, "Finish her!" Like Aww. it just, it, it, it did, it just destroyed me. Back. I want to find it, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it just, it just, it just destroyed me. And I'm just in this weird situation because I know this thing. Like, I know, and they know because I responded just, like, yeah, it's so yeah. weird. It's the whole thing's a, um. Sorry. It's a weird mystery. This. Yeah. Well, my, it's something my dad used to always tell me. I love I know dad. it's the most cliche thing ever, but he always says, time heals all wounds it's so true <laughs> so it's so silly because time, it's so true i know you know? I know it's so true it just i feel like when it comes yeah i just feel like it just feels different as we get older because we just don't have as much time on this Ooh. planet yeah and i know time will heal it but I don't want to leave this planet like, yeah, you know, with even as much as I like love this idea of just, you know, me dying and like going up, to, descending to like heaven or hell. I don't know where. And I'm just like being like, fuck you to all my haters. Like, I'm not going to be that person. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just I just can't be that person. Yeah. You know, there are vile human beings like fuck my rapist. That guy could just die right. tomorrow. But in, in this sense, even the friends that I I have broken up with or have broken up with me. I don't want there to be any ill will. Just, hey, we can't have this form of communication. We can't have this close of a bond. Yeah. But just exist. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. And I was like, I hope I never lose you as a friend. No. But I know. We'll be fine. We've been through a lot. We've been through. We've been through quite. I mean, if Morgan can't stop us, no one can. (laughs) Honestly, that motherfucker tried. A toxic ex boyfriend can't stop us. I think we're good. I mean, we're good. We (laughs) survived that shit. That man thought he was Thanos with his snap, and I was like, I'm still here. Like he really tried to break us up. (laughs) Yeah, he he couldn't do that. I mean, the only person that would probably break us up is Junie, just because she terrifies me. But like now we're best. I know, but she's she's in a good mood right now. She's not like in her hot mode. She was like in her sweet mode. I do love that she does well with other people's sadness. That's very sweet. No, she's like, she's very, they, that's what they say about cats is like, or I think just pets in general. They be knowing. They be knowing. Like, and cats are very healing. Like they say, even like their purrs mm-hmm. and the vibrations. Like, like these just, vibrations. Yeah, yeah. Like just like take it all in because it is really healing. Sometimes when she like purrs, I try to like breathe the same as her. Because they tell you, I don't know, that's like so cheesy. No, it's not. But I remember I did like horse therapy. What is that called? Oh, I, I did an episode yes. and I really should have put it out, but I, I'm kind of struggling with it because I hate the way that I look. But I did a horse therapy where I literally went to a fucking 
thing. Like a squarian. A squarian. Is that right? Aquarian? Aquarian. Aquarius. Aquarius. Aquarius on a horse. Yeah, okay. Aquarius go, 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 go. on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> but wow, what was, okay. It's actually a really great episode. And Put that episode out because like Brian said, don't look at the, really no. huge. No, fuck that it. shit. I hate no, the way you, I look. You don't look huge. I know. Remember when I got to do with that. with She's a therapist and she was like guiding me through this relationship with the horse and one of the things she said that was like a part of the healing process and also being one with the horse was like breathing with them. So I do that like you're like holding on to them and like they'll like they'll try to even match like your energy too. Wow. And so it's like horses are really powerful. I feel like you should probably try it. Like I feel like oh, you would. I am allergic to horses, but I'll do it for the. I'll take <laughs> Bitch, a Zyrtec. I'm allergic to everything too. I was like, I'll pop a Zyrtec for the horses. Yeah, there is that sounds really just. I mean, they like are being one with mythical it. Mythical you know? beings for sure. They're like dinosaurs. It's like what it's, is that? That's why it's a form of therapy. Yeah, because you're like one with them, and you have you learn a lot about like your anxiety and your patience, having to like do certain activities with them. Anyways, so that's what I do with my cat. I love <laughs> so that. So she's like purring or she's like on my chest. I try to like breed with her just to kind of feel more connected and like use it as like a healing because it is really comforting, you know. So maybe do that with your dog. I know. I mean, bats. well, I know. Could well, you imagine? A she's a little wiggly piggly. I mean, she did know something was up today, though, Aww. because she did come like sit below me. She wouldn't like when I went to go pick her up she was like no like i'm sitting here is that not enough woman and so i just (laughs) dealt with that but i do think that she knows i think she's a lot better when she's sleepy because she always knows when i have a nightmare because she'll come and jump on the bed and she'll like nestle up with me which is really nice they just be knowing they're connecting to you you know i mean they're the best we need more pets and less people i need one more pets well yeah and a baby but brian won't get any of it no not even a pet. Wait, whoa. I'll talk to him about the pet. Yeah. I was like, maybe like one more cat so Junie's not alone. Yeah. You know? Why is he against that? He was against that. Why? I don't know. Mm. Let's maybe we'll you talk. talk to him. Yeah. Because I was like, we already had me and like Brian, two we, animals before. I was going to say, what? me and Brian, after we had bar- a Korean barbecue that night, me and Brian, we're like homies. Yeah. No, he loves you. I, think I love him. He's like. Because, because um, when you came over, or when you were supposed to come over the other day, I was like, "Oh, Rose is coming over. Is that so? If that's okay, he's like, that's fine. Rose is my friend. <laughs> I made it. I made, I made it. it. Oh my god, no, that's my guy. I'll talk to him. We'll talk yeah, it out. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did have the intervention with it was you thought the tag team was gonna be me, you, and then I was like, no. Steph, don't have a baby yet. And he was like, that's my friend. I that's know, what you, I think solidified you're not like, me. You're like, fuck them kids. You know I'm mean? also like, really. fuck them kids. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids. Fuck Honestly. Them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> one of my friends is, one of my oldest friends, uh, though, Kia, she is pregnant, which I'm really happy about. And I'm like, oh my God, you're going to be, she will be an amazing mom. And I get what? that. What? Yeah. But she's pregnant. Um, but I was like, <laughs> fuck them kids. Like, I was like, also like. You don't think I'll be an amazing mom? I think you would be an amazing mom, but you're not pregnant right now. I want That's my be. other thing. Mm, don't. You're going to be in a... Wait, I'm sorry. Rewind. You took me calling someone else who is currently pregnant. Giving, like, because it's like, not like... But I'm, not, I'm reassuring her. I'm reassuring her because I know she she can't have an abortion. Like, it's, yeah. she's got to have the kid. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, reassuring yeah. her to let her know. She's going to be a great mom. Once you're pregnant, I'm going to be like, you're bitch. Weird. Yeah. Hey. I but know that like, I'm anti-kids, but I'm going to be pro your kids. I know that I'm going to be pro yeah, your kids yeah. for 10,000%. But I just know this is your kid right now. 
I know. And you know that when we broke it down, the science and the timeline of when you should have kids, you were like, that seems doable. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I logistically, my brain is like, of course, you're not ready. Like, just wait a little longer. But then my, like, hormone, like, I can't help but, like, there is this thing inside me that's just like. I get it. I want to be a mom, you know? I wish, hey, maybe you need to give some of that to me because I don't have that. But it's okay. You You don't have to have that. Like, as women, like, we don't have to have that feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's okay when you do. Like, it's fine. Like, But you will be a great mom. I know I was. I was just. I was just kidding with you. Okay. I like your nails. Thank you so much, My Sam. Paint bar. Aww. But no, you will be a great mom. I think you'd be a fantastic mom too. Whenever you decide to, if you ever want to be. Yeah. I mean, sure. you know, you're already a great like dog mom. Oh, I love that thing. I love her. Even though she loves to hump everything, but it's okay. You like embrace her sexuality. You know, I don't shave the hump. There <laughs> are a lot of times where I'm the- just like, oh, fine. Here's my arm. Just like get it over with. I just don't like it when she smells it. Like when she humps my arm and then she tries to smell it. And I'm like, I'm not. See, it's just weird. She's it's like, just let, me, weird. let me smell myself. Yeah. Just want to smoke. I'm like, you're fine. Like that's Ugh. the only part. And like, you know, she'll hump her toys and that's okay. But like when she like smells. Like, and she's fixed, right? Yeah. But it was because, you know, she was born that weird, the swimmer's disease because that was her, there was, that's wow. why her like litter was left on the side. Of, that's what they think. Her litter oh. was left on the side of the road because their bones didn't grow in properly. And so oh. that's why when she sleeps, her arms are always straight out because they had to use like little popsicle sti- um, sticks to like help with her legs and Stop. stuff. Stop, Bats went through that? Bats went through that. And so she had this weird thing called swimmer's disease that some dogs have where their like arms and legs don't grow in properly. And then over time they do. And so she like... Um, because of that, they were like, oh, she has like a weird heart murmur. So you have to wait for her to be a little older to get fixed. And oh, so then uh, I Rocky had, to, had a heart murmur too. And so then like Rocky, you like have to wait. But the thing is I had to wait through her first three periods. So that's oh. where like the heat happens. So that's like why some dogs hump and other dogs don't. It's See, just Rocky like, never got fixed. I let him keep his balls. See, but he wasn't out in the streets humping no. everything. He only humped me. See, cause he loved because you. only, well, it's, I think it's because of separation anxiety. That's fair. But oh. like it wasn't just out of nowhere. Like it would be like like if, you know, let's say people were over at the house mm-hmm. and he may think like I'm going to go out and leave with them or something. He'd be like humping my leg. Um, this is obviously before when he had energy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, he was life, like, he didn't really it. do this for yeah. a while. Yeah. But like when he was younger and like just I think it was around the time I like lived in the dungeon, but he stayed at my mom's house a lot. Gotcha. And so, like, I would he go back. He missed you. Yeah, he missed me. So, like, there'll be, like, a month or two, whatever, months on end sometimes where I, I didn't see him. And so he sees me and he's like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, where the fuck you? And he'll have my leg. And he'll, like, but he'll, like, he'll, like, wrap his whole fucking, like, that. yeah. He's like, you're not that. fucking going anywhere, bitch. Yeah. With her, though, it's just that it tells me that she wants to go to sleep. Aww. She'll hump my leg or my arm a few times, and then she's like, "I'm gonna go to sleep now." And then she's Aww. like, "You know, she's like two look nah. Yeah, chumping a dump. She's just like chumping a dump. I'm just gonna go to sleep. You know what I mean? Just a little humping a dump. Just like, and then just be like, it's like you know when you masturbate before bed, and like, and when you orgasm, and you just feel like, and then you're like sleepy. You're like, ooh, I got that endorphin. Let me go to bed. Right. That's it. That's the best feeling. She is your daughter. You get the pets that you deserve. You get the children. Mine's kind of a bitch. 
I mean, I think she's a sour patch kid. I was about to say, I think that's what it is. I think if anything, she's teaching you. Rocky was sweet. Rocky Rocky was was a very sweet, tender old. Never bit me ever. Never bit anyone. He was very tender and old. So he was a cancer. He was old when he was old, but he he was always old. Yeah, he was very cancer vibes. Very sensitive, very kind, very like just loving and everything. But like Junie just is a little. She puts me in my place. Yeah, she's a little kiki. She's not a booba. She's a kiki. She's like. She sets yeah. boundaries with me. That and that's lovely to learn, I guess. Okay, no fuck boundaries. Because like she is like really sweet when you're like you know when you're sad like she yeah. does that. But sometimes like for instance when Rocky died like I came home and I just wanted to like squeeze Junie and just lay with her. Bitch did not want to. She fucking was so mean to me that day. She's looking at me now. She's <laughs> yeah. like, is my mom? She's just like, oh, you're being too much. Like I was like overly, I guess being overly maybe she's preparing you for kids maybe. what if you get a teenager who's just like you know she um, acts like a teenager yeah what, they're preparing you she is teenagers are the worst man teenagers, how are you like as a teenager because my parents are traumatized by my teen years are they really yeah my parents um i you know kudos to claire she was the older sister and oh. she took all the wind out of the sails like once i got around my parents were just like it's the older sisters, aka me, that just yeah. yeah. I was a you know I was a extremely emotional because I was like undiagnosed bipolar depressive, and so it was like I was wiling out in these streets. I think my mom's biggest grief about me is I just didn't go to school. Like I just was like kicking it. Really? Like my social life was fire. I my was like my social life was so good. I was the I same was way. Best. I loved high school. Yeah. I mean, like I was depressed, but like I had fun. <laughs> I kicked it. I ran for Homecoming King. I walked around the hallways with a boombox. That one song, like on TikTok, it was like, I was on a boat in a bikini, but I was depressed. And yes, that's me. Yeah. I was, that was me. I was on a boat in a bikini, but I was depressed. Yeah. It was me in high school. It was amazing and things. So I just like hung out. But I mean, Claire, she really, she did it all. You know what I mean? She just, I think when my parents came around, my mom was just like, please just graduate. Like it was just, you know, she's like. They get tired by the time it's like the younger kids. Yeah. Yeah, And also I feel like once like my mom believed me before my dad did when it came to me being sober. Right, mm-hmm. like my mom was like, "No, I I watch her when she comes home at two a.m. and misses." Like I would always miss curfew because I would drop everyone off and right. then I would go home. So I always miss curfew, Ugh. and so then finally my mom would be like, "No, Charlie, I think Rose is actually sober." And so then I think once my parents realized that I was like not going the route of like my sister and like that kind of party animal, they kind of like chilled out a bit, and right. I just they were fine. I think I made. My early 20s, I think, was probably a hard time for my parents because that's, like, rapid when, like, you know. Your mental health. Mental health went down the drain, and it was, like, the worst of the worst was, like, in my early 20s. Because um, it hits even more in your early 20s. Oh, yeah, or like absolutely. like, in early adulthood. It, oh, God, it was the fucking, you, I hated that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, that was a fucking, that was, you cannot pay me to be in my early 20s again. Ugh. And I think it's so, I think it's, I mean, it was, I mean, it was fun. I mean, it was, it was the most, it was, it was, um, it was interesting. I had a lot of great memories, but like, yeah, no, that time was like a rougher time, but I was a pretty, I was a pretty decent teenager. Yeah. Um, comparatively. I mean, Claire was just like, she was the best. She was just the best of it in the sense that she was so wild she was yeah. like a fucking so she made you look more like a golden child yes and i think that's also the funny and it's thing it's only just you two it's just us two it's just enough 
<laughs> I <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> anyone who's ever- Two girls, I mean. Two girls with the last name McAleese, that's enough. Like, yeah. we are a lot. And there are a lot of people that kind of sometimes forget that there's only two of us because of just, like- How much chaos there's mm-hmm. been. I mean, Claire and I are just freaking hurricanes and tornadoes. Like, we are just, like, ooh, kicking it. So, yeah, we were a lot. And I feel like my dad was just like, I got the karma. I got the daughters <laughs> I deserved. Like, he <laughs> the daughters really, I deserved. He fucking- did it. And then I think my mom, my poor mom. No, she's not poor. She's fine. Like, but I do think that like we caused her grief <laughs> in two very different ways. Aww. But she was like, I mean, she's turned off. She's still, I mean, and that's the other thing is a big thing that both my parents kind of came to a realization. And that was like when I had moved to LA, when no one, no one thought that I was going to do what I was doing. Like right. no one, everyone was like, you're going to move to LA and do what you're going to try to work in television. Like, okay. Like we love you, but like, see you, in a, see you in six months. You right. know what I mean? And now fucking 10 years later. So like that was different, but I feel like once my parents came to this realization, like neither of our daughters are like terrible people. Like neither of our daughters have done anything really bad. They're not hooked on heroin. They're not living on the street. Like they were like, we like, they're very, they're proud they of the just people like, that came Yeah, from. exactly. They were just like normal human beings who just went through. Yeah. They like, worried about us. Life. Yeah. Some life shit. You know? And I feel like you being a young sibling too, well, you know, well, your little brother aside, but the idea of when you were raised with your older siblings, this idea that like, did you ever, did they ever feel like you had it easier no, I had it the worst. Oh, that's right, because you actually kicked it. Yeah, because, like, so, I mean, yeah, because I'm the second oldest, but the first girl, and the mm-hmm. only girl, honestly. I mean, I have, like, a stepsister, but she's, like, my dad's second marriage. She's big, huge age gap, so obviously she wasn't around when my parents are still together raising me as a teenager. So I'm the only girl with two boys boys are the way that we handle coming of age is so different so different night and day like again like i wished i had an older sister to like show them the ropes when they got to me because i just felt like i was such an outcast because Mm -hmm. i was super emotional i was like a girl wanting to be pretty and wanting to like and also developed boobs and shit all early and so they were very like scared about that, like getting all pregnant. And so they were so much harder on me. Mm. And like I had a curfew up until I was 21. And like my brothers never had a curfew, you know? And like granted, so my older brother obviously like like there's mental health issues there that mm-hmm. my parents had to deal with with him. However, like he was such an introvert. Like he never went outside, played basketball, did his own thing, like whatever. Me, I was like had a lot of friends. They were like, she's probably out here in the streets. She's kicking it. She's, she is kicking it. She's like doing everything. And I, was, I mean, I was like, always had a new boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like I was, they definitely had a feeling that I was probably a slut, you know? And like, you're like, you always know when your daughter is a slut. And also there's that Catholic shame, just even oh, the shit, fact that yeah. she's owning her sexuality, you know, like I still get kind of shame for it now. Yeah. The podcast, like, about sexuality but like yeah like i mean i had boobs really early like you know i would i cared about how i dressed Mm -hmm. my hair you know i was like such a girly girl who's emotional wanting a man's attention you know like all the things like caring about what my friends think and being with my friends all the time and so i feel like i wasn't bad because i i honestly didn't drink when i was a teenager i also had a boyfriend who like wouldn't let me 
like he was Virgo controlling. He wasn't abusive because if they say controlling, it sounds a little abusive. But he was in a sense like controlling. He was just like, I don't want you to be like that. Like he he acted like a third parent. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, and he also was always someone that really cared about health and like being good at school like he was honestly the ideal boyfriend my parents wanted for me because like you know he cared about like making sure like I got good grades and like doing the right making the right decisions you know but then like there's that thing inside of me that's like I want to fuck everything and drink everything and do all the drugs you were holding back your natural self I was and that and that part of me was like wanting to be a party girl but there is this like negative perception on like a party girl because it's like you don't want to take you know they're gonna ruin their life they're not taken seriously they're sluts whatever so i think that that was like i would try to hold back so again that hit me obviously in my early 20s when i didn't have like a curfew anymore just being a cat and knocking things over it's fine i love it uh you know but you didn't have a curfew anymore but i think the thing about me that traumatized my parents the most was i had a mouth Oh, and you used it. And I used it. And so I was like the type of teenager that was like really bratty and like would answer back to my parents. Mm-hmm. And my parents are like, who the fuck? You're not in your white kids. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can't talk to me like your white friends be talking to their parents. parents like, yeah. who the fuck do you think you are? So, of course, they beat my ass. Mm-hmm. So, um, so but you yeah. still kept that mouth. That's the that funny mouth. thing. That's why I'm like, did the beat like my parents never put hands on me and Claire, right? And yeah. like, but like you still had like it doesn't like the my beat. Mouth I'm like, is still here. Your mouth about, is still here. I, I mean, if anything, you're getting paid to have that beautiful <laughs> great <laughs> mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But it's just it's so funny because it's like, but it, yeah, that idea that you you were being stifled in two different ways of who you truly are and who you truly right. will be. And it's so funny how people's perception of like a party girl. It's like. I genuinely do think, I mean, some people have it for an extended amount of time, but like party girl is a, it's a, it's a, it is a phase. It's not something, there are some girls that like, I feel like live it a little longer than most people, but honestly, it's not anything to like be ashamed of. It should be like, we should really embrace the party girl. We should embrace the party girls because you know what? When you're sad (sighs) and you want to escape your reality, who the fuck do you call? Your party, party girlfriends. Girl the ones you only see at the club. Only that you ones- have never seen that girl in daylight. No. No, I love that. Oh, my we God. We all need a party girlfriend. And I was that friend for so many people. Right? And I loved it. Oh, me too. I it, Literally, know? so many times I would be in bed wearing yeah. sweatpants. And someone texts me and be like, I need to go out. I just broke up with someone. I'd be like, fuck it. I'm, let's Fuck's go yeah. out. And you know let's go to Numos. Right? <laughs> let's kick it. Let's go to the Virgil. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You no. need that. You need that like shake up and everything. Yeah. You and don't want to stay there. That's fine. Party Girl's a vacation. It's a phase. You get but, like, tired of it, of course. It's yes. a phase, 1,000%. But, like, the world needed Party Girls. <laughs> party Girls matter. Like, party it Girls just, fucking matter. They're, they're so important, yeah. you know? And yes. they, like, are genuinely the just my little pony of optimism that this world fucking needs. Exactly. You know who I think of immediately as, like, the party girl? Because I'm reading her memoir right now. Yeah, and it's actually Julia Fox. Fucking, and she's an Aquarius. Oh, Ooh. there we go. Yeah. Like, just... And Aquarius girls are such party girls, let yes. me just say. Like, we're the fun friends. Oh, yeah, friends. you really are, actually. <laughs> I will say... You're, some, like, going through the line wait, of Wait, no, because now... For, okay. Uh, yeah, mm. So for me, it's Aquariuses and the Pisces. 
the the Aquarius and the Pisces is sorry. Now she's being a cat. Can't be. I'm scared she's gonna fuck up that wire. Hey, hey. Is that a tampon? Is it? No, it's um, it's markup. Oh, it's my okay. Maybe throw it out there to the living room. No, stop. So she goes out there. You ready? Go get it. There we go. Oh, I broke it in half. It's fine. It's fine. Um. But no, a pi- there's a pi- there's a lot of Pisces in my life that are really good party oh, girls. Oh, really? That are just like amazing. But party like mm, party Any side could be a party girl, but Maybe Julia that's Fox. It. Julia Fox, she was a great she's a great party girl and yeah. she, you know, her I memoir. feel like I could re- relate to that. Maybe I obviously didn't go through the same shit as her, but like in a sense of like being that go-to party girlfriend, you Bitch, know. Read that memoir. Yeah. I know that I'm going to be posting my I just finished reading one of the things, but I am absolutely obsessed with this book and i think it's just it I, it's, should be required reading in every high school <laughs> in america it's ju- it's just so good and i guess like now that i'm like we're talking about this and just like dealing with the shit i'm dealing it's like that party girl in me is like you know okay so the podcast where we were talking about the twins and we were talking about with steph with the three f's right right and what she represents she's the party girl she's the party girl right and how we were talking about what she represents how she represented such a depressive time you got through that time because of steph with because the, three the party f's, girl yeah right and so it's like right now i'm in this state and i'm sitting here with you having this realization where i'm like i am so sad about my friend breakup but i know that rose and Junie out there playing with whatever the fuck she's playing with. She's having so much fun. Oh, the markup went under the door and now it's in your room. That's fine. That's an update for the people at home. That she are had, my score. cat has a zoomies right now. So if you guys just it's hear a ruckus in the back, it's my cat. She's just, being a party girl. She's being a party girl. And we don't want to shame her for it. We don't want to shame her for it. I think that's what it is. I think that like yeah. I'm getting this like weird. You saw me. This is not the person that walked in yeah. the, your house. And just talking about this idea of these party girls, it's just, it's, ah, oh man. It's like Effie from Skins. Like, I loved that bitch. Yeah. She was everything, you know? It's, um. What's another party girl character? I feel like, I do feel like, you know, there are times, even though I have my issues with the show Euphoria and I don't really like the show Euphoria, I do love, like, Jules as a party girl. Oh, like, for sure. She, she was kicking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think all of them were. Yeah, all and of them were good. different versions of types of party yes. girls. Like, and party girls is the positivity of it yeah. all. Just, like, fucking dance it away. Yeah. You know? Like, just rave it out. Exactly. Just, like, just have a good time. Twerk it away, you know? Yeah. I think she's definitely a party girl. Um, I think, the, I don't know why this one came to mind, but like Grace Jones, I feel like is an ultimate party girl. I mean, she used to just be this like yeah. avant-garde, like hula hooping naked on stage, <laughs> like with Andy Warhol and shit. Like, you know, like there's so <laughs> many. Excuse me. Sorry. That, was a that sneeze party was a party sneeze, girl sneeze, sneeze for, for sure. sure. But yeah, just there's something about that. I just want to bring it back. I miss that yeah. party girl life style. And I think if I, you know, when I have a daughter, just based off of, like, how I was raised, like, and what I would try to do differently is, like, if I do have a daughter that is, like, showing, you know, signs of party girl symptoms. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> like, They're listening I think below. that I would nurture that, you know? Yeah. Because, obviously... Like I said, there's so many great aspects of being a party girl, but they're also, again, there are those downfalls, right? Like, yeah. shit, I've experienced a lot of shit because I was a party girl that is really negative and scary, you know? Yeah. And so, like, but I wish someone would have just, like, instilled in me, you know, like, instead of just being like, don't do it and stay away from, like, drinking and drugs, being like, wait, like, if you're going to do it, so 
let's find ways. Let's make sure like I instill this in my daughter to know that like, you know, yeah. to, to, to make sure not to like get too drunk or to abuse certain things mm-hmm. and to like make sure you're with the right people. Because, yeah, that's big. Because even when, you know. Test your drugs. That's the thing you got to tell kids nowadays. Know your limits. Yeah. You know, like it's okay to like, yeah. It's okay to seek it out and it's okay to partake in it, but it's limits and it's just boundaries you know what I mean and it like you said it's like hey if you want to go do this like let's you know do it safely yes and there's nothing wrong with it it's kind of like a rite of passage in a way but you're right I think if there's this the parameters and also I feel like with the whole party girl symptoms and all it is also nice to have that moment of someone seeing the party girl syndrome syndrome and then just being like but are you okay? Like, right. What are you working through? Exactly. Because a lot of times it is coming from, for instance, like the reason why I want to be a party girl so bad is because I was so sheltered. I wasn't allowed to do anything. So being a party girl was like the sense of freedom away yep. from like what was expected of me. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, it's a safe place. It helped you get through that. It's almost like she is your like guide through this like depressive thing. And then at the end of it, you really do, you know, your real friends are going to be the ones that are like, Oh, What's happening? You right. want to talk about it? Like, right. are yeah. you, you know, you've been partying a lot. That's kind of saying something. And you could be like, no, I just really just need it. And your real friends would be like, okay, you just need it. But like you're saying, just having the the conversations of it and just like walking them through it. I mean, that's, I think honestly, as we're talking about this entire thing, I think that's like what I am just fearful of in general is I don't, I don't care if I have a girl or a boy or anything in between. Right. Any gender. I just want there to be a healthy kid. But I just fear in the way of how does one raise a child. Right. Because my mother, everyone loves K-Dot. She's an amazing mom. She did everything. Me and Claire still have our issues with her. Right. Like there are things where I'm like, you could have done that. Like, but she's she's not perfect. But it's just like I just am so scared because it's like you will do something wrong. Right. I can't even cope or handle a friend breakup i don't know how the hell i'm going to handle my kid not talking to me like Mm. if if this friend that's treating me like like that's that's a teenager basically and that just like that just really i just don't have those resources yet and that just really scares me i think and i'm just like kind of realizing that yeah anxiety just like yeah i know what you mean yeah I just want to raise a good person. I just want, yeah. you know what I mean? You just want your kids to be happy and healthy. And so it's just like, it's terrifying. And especially in this day and age, it's, I mean, I'm going to say, I'm going to be, I'm just, I'm just going to say it. it's terrifying to be a woman. Yeah. It's scary. You know what I mean? It's the, the world, your Kiki Palmer saying, Hey, my man abused me. And they're like, why didn't she tell us soon enough? And then you have someone like Cassie comes forward. What is that? I don't know. No, it's home. Hello? Ryan? Was that my phone or something? No, what was that? It sounded like a ringtone. Did someone leave yeah. their phone here? No, because Brian was been texting me. No one's, and no one's been I here. hate that I just said it's scary to be a woman and then that shit happened. I know. Junie, go investigate. <laughs> She's even like, I ain't She's going even out like, there. what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. You don't have an iPad. You don't have a ring light. You don't have like a. I mean, he had maybe like, but his computer, his thing, but like it looked like it was off. Or like nothing like. 
you know the light the screen yeah. would still be lit or something well do you don't you have a window by your kitchen could it have yeah. been someone walking by it felt so close it, it felt like it was it, in the it, kitchen it, right but you could see your kitchen from here and there's nothing that's so creepy is there someone is there a ghost if if there is a ghost please don't show yourselves oh don't yeah let no. yourselves but be thank known. you so much but please thank you leave. for visiting <laughs> bye thank you for visiting goodbye the fuck Oh, we should talk about Catholic guilt. <laughs> um, Anyways, Cassie, uh, yeah, maybe that's Diddy. Maybe I was Diddy trying to shut Diddy. me up talking about maybe. Cassie. But then you have Cassie that says, and people are like, "Why is she telling a student like, oh my god, she's holding?" But it's like it's you just can never win. You just never, never win, win as a woman. You just yeah. can't win. So it's like I, I always love it. I tease you about how you want to have a baby. I want you to have a baby because I. <laughs> want to see you that happy i yeah. know that having a kid would make you really happy and i know all this amazing wisdom that you've created and have made on this podcast is going to be an amazing thing for the kids to look back on you know what i mean yeah like, i want that to happen to you because i know you're going to be an amazing mom yeah and i love that and i love seeing that in my friends and i think it's just a fear i think i have and i think a lot of women who don't necessarily think they want to have kids either don't know that might share that opinion you know what i mean that's just the idea that it's just like it's it's just hard it's just hard to be a person i can't imagine raising one yeah i mean the world's fucked up right now so girl the world yeah like when i think about that obviously right it scares now. me from like having a kid and also to think like yeah like you know we're all gonna fuck up our kids somehow like we're, we're always gonna look at our parents and be like you could have done this better but it's like they were just doing the best that they could yeah without you a know? doubt Trying. so i'm sure like when my kids grow up they're gonna be like mom we could have done this better and i'm like well bitch i tried okay i mean that's so. the other thing is that you just also then hope <laughs> that you raise kids that are also then sympathetic you know what i mean like yeah. we, on that episode where we talked about our parents and we talked about your mom and it was like you still like i mean you're like i still love her she's my mom right you know there's it's it's hard for sure but then it's also like you're that's like i'm not gonna beat my kids that see like then there's things you're not gonna do like your parents that you right. know that are like that's that never helped me yeah that's not gonna help anyone like i know i'm gonna like fuck up my kids somehow whatever like because I'm whatever. But Everyone like, does. No one's perfect. But I just know. And I told my mom this too. I was like, I'm not going to like beat my kid. I'm not going to hit my kids like the way that you like did whatever. And she was just like, okay, you say that. And that's a good like goal. She's like, but every kid is different. And you might have a kid that like needs that hitting. And I was just like, that's fucked up because I was the kid. I was the one from all my siblings that got beat up the most. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't think I deserve that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have a, uh, yeah, that always blew my mind. This idea of like having your parents, like, I think because my parents obviously never did it because my mom, my mom got like spanked when she was a kid, but my dad like was abused by his mother. I mean, right. that woman was God awful. They, my, my grandmother waterboarded my dad. Like she was waterboarded. a terrible. Yeah. She poured a, like, 
my dad doesn't talk about it. My aunt does, but like she was abusive as fuck. Right. And so I think he was just like, it does not matter that person. And, like, and I think also in my mind, my dad was like, I'm not going to let someone smaller than me get me to a point where I feel like I need to put hands on them. You know right, what I mean? Like yeah. he's, he's just like, a he's just like, you're going to, you're not, you're not going to win. You know, for right. him, it was a pride thing for sure. I feel like I, I joke about it, but I, I just never understood it. I also do think though, the reason why I think my dad never had to put on hands on us is that he would just give me and my sister a look and Claire and I would be like, Oh, I mean, we got the looks too. And that but I think my ooh. mom just like, I think low key, like, I think she just didn't know how to take her anger sometimes. And yeah. a lot of it is obviously because she also got like hit too as a kid. So it's like, you kind of just keep what you know. And I think, I don't know. I just felt like my mom just definitely had like, she just get more hot headed like mm -hmm. quickly and so I think, I don't know, and I just was always the the kid that got her there. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, because I, I had this conversation with my mom and she always said that some, you know, like she's like, she apologized for hitting me um, all those years. But she said like a lot of times like she would hit me and she would just hey, go in the hey, closet hey. and cry because she just felt so bad. Wow. And I'm just like in my head, I'm like, wow. why, would you, why would you do it still if you felt so bad, you know? And I think that's, that's just sometimes so she just couldn't control it. Like she just was like. She snapped. She just snapped, you know? And I think that I was just like the easy target because, you know, she also said with like my older brother, like he definitely. Sorry, guys, it's getting really deep. We're like. I know. Here you go. <laughs> So much for the party girls. Sorry for the party girls. We're also they pride girls too. With the, they left with the weird Nicki Minaj song. Okay, <laughs> yes. like she was like deuces. Like the, I know we got. We're also party girls. We're also crybabies too. Okay, oh, I mean so. honestly, crybaby party. You know what I mean? We're, party that's, babies. That's, <laughs> party babies. <laughs> Anyways, but so my mom was, you know, saying that like they always had so much worry about my older brother because of his like mental health issues and everything. So there is a lot of like grace for him because they were really just trying to like i guess they didn't understand what was going on a lot of times so there's always a try to they're always trying to like make him feel better and give him the most attention i guess you could say and then with my younger brother you know he's just like cute and makes everyone laugh and also just like tries to stay out of the way like Rhett is someone is like i'm not trying to get into drama yeah i the see what my older around. siblings are doing let me just make it easier and like let me peace keep kick it over here yeah. yeah he was the peacekeeper he was like the comedy relief like he was hilarious and then you know with me i'm just like the middle child slash only girl so i'm like Mm -hmm. you know the the person to go to i guess you could say so i took a yeah, lot you were of the scapegoat you were like i was the scapegoat you took a lot of the and she's stress. admitted that you know she was just like i a lot of times felt like i just there's nothing i could do i just would take it out on you because you were an easy target kind of a way dude it's like, so fascinating how that yeah. like happens sometimes i know i like cried so much of that that conversation because i was just like because she like my mom never talks about like feelings mm. but just one day when I told her I was going to therapy because of all of the trauma that she's put in my life she's just like just trauma dumped on me and told me she was sorry so wow I know do you how did you feel after that I felt like things clicked mm. and then also like obviously like sad mm -hmm. and also it would like it show it it also showed me like a different perspective mm -hmm. you know that like 
God, I hate crying, but I also love oh, crying, but I, I don't want to cry because I want to, like, tell my story, you know? But it's also, like, you know, I give me a minute to, like... Take your time. ...to, to breathe before I say these things. But it, I was, like, for the first time, didn't view my mom as a mother. I viewed her as a woman, a person, a human going through That's things huge. that she just, you know, was just trying to make the best of the situation. That's huge. You know, a lot of people can't like, do wait, that. She wasn't happy in a marriage, you know, and she wasn't. And also I have to realize, too, is that even though my dad is the greatest man ever, like he's the, he's best. the best man, you know, I love him. He shows me so much love. But my dad is also a man and a person. <laughs> and and like, and not that he was like a shitty husband by any means. He just obviously they just they weren't compatible in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. And I think that they like he didn't fulfill her in a lot of ways and whatever. So, like, so it was, like, for the first time, I just, like, looked her as, like, a woman that I related with. Yeah. Not that I've ever been married or had kids, but because, like, I'm older now and I'm able to understand, like. You have empathy. Yeah, the concepts of relationships and, like, how, you know, or, or just going through something difficult and just trying to, like, survive through it. Like, I was able to empathize with her. Yeah. And uh- Junie knows. Junie knows. Junie, you're such a good little daughter. I know. She's such a great daughter. I know, right? She's a little teenager. She Until knows. she bites me. <laughs> Until she knocks over your uh, drink. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so that was like. But that's huge. Yeah. A lot of people can't see their parents as people, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. sometimes that comes as I like a last resort. I never would ever be able to see her in that, in that way. Yeah, but it got, when when it happened though, it seemed it got you to a point of resolution. Yeah, for sure. Like, obviously, I saw my moments where I'm like, why? But I think, like, I think for the most part, it, like, healed me a lot of ways. Mm. I almost felt like, do I even need therapy? (laughs) I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I had to process that conversation through therapy. Yes. And the other thing about therapy is, like, when those feelings come back up, you're like, oh, I still need that toolbox that they helped me. Because, like you said, when that feeling comes back and you're like, what the fuck? You're like, oh, okay. But let me remind myself. What is forgiveness? You know? And so... Yeah, that that definitely like changed the perspective of like yeah, like because you you know I only have my experience being in the family, but to 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 now see eyes through someone else's experience in the family, if that makes yeah. sense, you know, no, completely makes sense. Like I was like, oh, like she's not an outsider, just my mom. In. Yeah, like, she's not just this mom figure who has to do everything perfect. Like she was this person that was like given these circumstances. And again, sometimes we we don't know what the future holds. And when things get brought up and you, you know, you have kids, kids can be fucking difficult, you know, or you're not happy in a marriage or whatever. Like, it's hard. It is. And so for so long, like I, oh God, for so long, I was like, so I like shamed her so much for like breaking up the family for like divorcing my dad so like how would you divorce my dad my dad's the greatest man ever poppy's great like how dare you you know my mom was always the villain Mm -hmm. in my eyes for so long and also like i think when my it was it was like that for me in an early age but i think like when the divorce happened i feel like all you know my my dad and my brothers like obviously then started villainizing my mom as well too and so when like just hearing her talk and hearing that perspective and realize that she like 
chose herself for the first Mm. time to break something off and to like continue a life that like just wasn't suiting her anymore she chose herself she chose herself you know which like could look selfish but then also where so does brave. you know and like that's why i tell people i'm like because i used to be scared of marriage too i think that also like healed my like fear of marriage because i was like i don't want to go through divorce that's so scary but it's like if I ever, obviously I'm going to keep working hard and never give up on the marriage. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not someone that just gives up on my partner, but mm-hmm. if we're ever just so unhappy, it's like, it's okay to like choose yourself and to like end something. Yeah. You know, like why stick through something that like really just makes you so unhappy to the point where you're lashing out on your kids and you're beating your fucking kids and you're treating people like a certain way, you know? Cause it's yeah. like. It was more toxic while you were together versus like actually now choosing yourself. And, you know, she was single for a long time and like traveled the world. She still loves to travel now. She's like wants to get an RV home and just like she wants to do the van life. Oh, God. (laughs) Like that's my mom now. But but she's, you know, like when she was single, she like would go on solo trips and like do the whole eat, pray, love thing, you know. So. Yeah, see, my mom is a human now, but for so long it was like, fuck that bitch. I, I know, and it's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get to that point, and not everyone does. I mean, yeah. I think, I think it's it's just a nice reminder. It's your favorite word, carbamentalizing. Carbamentalizing. Gazoom type. But that idea <laughs> that you can do that, because that is where a lot of the healing comes from. Is, you know, that idea of if I could take her out of the situation, then I could take myself out of the situation. And now I just see it as a mother and a daughter. Okay, now I just see it as two people. Now I see it with two people with their own baggage. Now I see their back. Like, you know what I mean? You can just, like, move out from there. And that, that, I will say, though, you handled it with such grace. Because that's hard to do. What you did, not everyone has been able to do or can do. So you really should just, like, just be so proud of yourself yeah. and applaud yourself. I say that like I cry about it. every time I talk about it, it makes me cry. It's and not that because I'm like he- still healing from it. I mean, I yeah, it's just I emotional. It's just like such a like deep cut. Yeah, like, well, because it's like you know here we were talking about the friend breakups at the beginning. It's just a lot of history. It's a lot of here we are trying to sum up our entire every time you have a podcast episode, it's like sum up your entire life in an hour, basically. Right. Yeah. And so for you, it's all those emotions and all those feelings that come flooding back and it's the pain and it's the anger. But then that sweet relief of you crying is because you broke through to the other side, which is just honest forgiveness of I get it. You tried your best. I hope to. I want to be the opposite of you when I have kids, but I I saw what you tried to do. Yeah. And I applaud you for that. Yeah. That, that's, that's a lot. You know, we can't like dismiss those feelings. It's like you cry about it because it's, it's tender, you know, it's pressing a bruise, you know, the bruise is going to heal no matter what, but it's still a bruise. Yeah. And so it's like, when you bring up those memories, of course it's going to flush you with like emotions. Sure. We're both very sensitive people. I know. It was just also like fascinating me. It was like, so the whole time she's talking about it, like she like just didn't cry. And for me, I'm like <laughs> bawling your eyes. I know. Out. I yeah. mean, like I'm holding it in because I mean, obviously I am crying, but it's like I was like holding it in, like and just listening. Like I wasn't even really like 
saying much when she was just like telling me everything, but she was just saying it was so much like matter of fact, you know, like, yeah, it was like this. And like, you know, I mean, she was, it was in a very sweet voice, but I was like, if that was me, I would have been like, <laughs> like I'm just such a crybaby, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh my God. But I'm sure she's, I mean, she's had to be strong for so long. Yeah. So. There you go. She's had to maybe swallow a lot of sadness because she yeah. doesn't have time for it. You I know also what I mean? just don't think she easily tears up as much as I do. I think she just deals with sadness in a different way. I don't know. I do. I am so jealous of those people. She, right. Just like you don't, you don't they cry. Don't cry all the time. Oh. I mean, maybe, the, maybe she did behind closed doors, but like it's probably that really beautiful stoic crying where it's like, I'm just talking and then just tears are just coming down my yeah. eyes. I'm like, Oh, I wish I could be that person. I'm such an ugly crier. I'm such an ugly crier. Ah. Like, Oh, and I, I just like I love to cry, but also like hate when I need to cry in the middle of a story. I'm like, let me just get through this, dude. You That's- know how many times I've been at work where I've wanted to say something and just say it really passionately, and then I find myself getting choked up and being like, I'm not even crying because I'm like, I'm just like this, this just just touches me, yeah. and then I just have to be like. I don't want to say the pitch anymore. It's a stupid idea. You know, I just, it's so dumb. Or like when you're frustrated at work, the amount of times that I was frustrated at work, especially when I worked at Freak 151 and I had yeah. to talk up and the whole idea was I was only crying because my body was so frustrated. Didn't know what else to do. Right. So it was just like humanized crying at work. But they say that the people that cry the most are the strongest ones. I'm like, are we? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I mean, what's your definition of strong here? I'm about to say, if that's true, I'm mean, a fucking triathlon. Or I mean, if you I'm think about Olympian. it, like, like I'm an we, Olympic crier. I if know. that's strength, right? I mean, if you think I'm about it, Creed is, one, two, and three. If that's is, strength, Creed are one, you two, kidding three. me? I, know. I mean, if you think about it, it is it is really strong because how many times do we cry and we're like, fuck, I don't want to cry. Like people don't like to like really cry you know like they don't just but to, for us to just like feel an emotion and allow our bodies to react to it like that's like really i think powerful to let go i think it's easier to to like act too cool yeah you know? i guess you're right yeah that's a really good point and but to still, shut it off it's like i know, know and then it adds Judy up likes to cry does she <laughs> does she like to cry does she be crying in the mornings when she wants her tuna <laughs> And she wakes me up at fucking 4 a.m. 4 a.m.? Yeah, she'll Jimmy. like, she'll attack us. That's why we had to put that thing on the door there because if you see it, like, or because, like. I was wondering about that dumbbell. Yeah, because she, like, scratches the cart. We have to, like, kick her out in the mornings because, like, she will wake us up at, like, 4 for tuna. Hey, hey, don't fucking do that. And she'll bite me. She'll bite my face. So she'll keep biting me until I wake you up. You live with a serial killer. Living until with a cat a psycho. is living with a serial killer. Like, because they're nocturnal. So they're just like, they're, they're bats. They're yeah. literal, they're just little vampire bats. <laughs> yes. Do you know what my dog does at 4 a.m.? She gets under the sheets in my bed, farts, <laughs> and then goes, passes out. She sleeps. I know. She sleeps. Yeah. All she does. I mean, she sleeps a lot, but in like in the daytime, though. Yeah, but she like, but she, yeah, no. Everyone who's a cat owner, y'all know that the struggle. 
You know what I will say though? Okay, this is gonna be like maybe my last little thought. This is really <laughs> random. Okay. Um Oh yeah, well, shit, we're over an hour. Oh sorry I guys. We're recording. I hope you finished your laundry. Remember to put your lunch for the people listening to this podcast doing laundry, remember to take your stuff out of the washing machine and put it in the dryer. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I forgot to do that. It like kept it there like overnight. Hey. But it, thank God it was only just my my bathroom mat and not like a whole load. But fuck, I like. And you I remember what? I went to go pee at like two a.m. and I was like, "Fuck, I forgot to like take it out of the washer." You know what? And you should make this as a TikTok clip. Hey, do you have clothes in your washing machine right now? Go put them in your dryer, okay? Especially if you live in an apartment. Oh, girl, you don't want your shit stolen. Or if you have roommates. <gasps> I had an old roommate who, when I lived in the other house that literally was down the street from my house now. But like, anyways, when I had the, she told me about how she had a roommate that would steal her underwear in the washing. And she was like, could you not? Like, I remember like when I interviewed with her, she was like, hey, can you just not steal my underwear? And I was like, I would never steal your underwear. But it was just because of the whole like having shared washing or dryer. And I was like, also I was like, what a weird thing to see. Like what? Just underwear? Like, That's was so she weird. wearing? I don't know. But hey, no kink shaming. Just like, don't steal shit. But right. my last little bit. I have a th- theory. Okay. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid. If cat people and dog people. I'm a dog person too. I just don't have a dog anymore. But if you know how there's people that are like, ew, dogs I, are disgusting. I hate people ew, like that. cats are disgusting. Ew, but if they got together, animals. we would win. I honestly think that's the last great debate that we need to just get over. Just like, I just think the unifying, like, that's just where it is. Because it's like, if you take the loyalty of a dog person to the crazy, I'll fucking murder you in your sleep of a cat person, that Honestly, could just win I feel like cat everything. People, I feel like cat people don't really shame dog people that much. It's girl, do- no, you're on the wrong no, side. It's really? That is not true. Yes. Because dog people shame cat people no. so much more. No, 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 I'm telling you right now. No, 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 I'm Are telling you, you right now. Girl, the amount of times that I have seen dog videos where I look in the comments and cat people are like, dogs are stupid they don't get as many like why is this video getting more likes like why do people like dog videos no this shit talking is well yeah because it's tiktok and it's way easier to be immature in the privacy of your own home taking your washing up machine from your dryer to your laundry to your laundry but i'm just telling you no (laughs) no 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 okay it's like i think i will say though maybe it's like um i'll give you a 60 40 I think dog people are maybe a little, a little more, bit you know, more. A little yeah, bit more. Like, cats are so awful. Like they don't even know anything. And I feel like cat people, well, dog people, when they're around cats for the, you know, for the first time or just ever, they're like, I don't. And I used to be like this too. They're like, I don't, know I don't understand. I don't know what their language means. Yeah. And you're just like, it is really confusing if you've only grown up with like dogs or have been around dogs. Yeah. But like once you find that cat that you connect with, game over because dude for me it that's was, a ride or die bitch right there uh, yeah for me well she's a little psycho but like for me it but was, don't um, you want that psycho on your side exactly she's exactly. on my side but kelsey like my old roommate like she had a cat and that was the first cat because before i never lived with the cat I never was really around them and i really got to know her because i would take care of her all the time and i was like cats are the fucking but because that cat was so sweet yes honest she wouldn't bite me like this one uh, but she was just like, she was just the sweetest thing. So like, again, when I would be sad, she'd lay on me. I'd mm-hmm. feel her purr. I'm telling you, like, man. Like, I really got super close to her. And, I, and once once I understood them, I was like, okay, they're the greatest, you know? Yeah. So, I grew up with cats. I love cats. I really do. Yeah. They they scare me because I respect them. Yeah, um, because there are some 
like Dylan. No. Mm-hmm. Like boundaries. I know? didn't know that I was a dog person until I met my sister's dog, and now I yeah. love my dog. So now I'm like, I think, but I'm telling you, man, the fuck both. the war versus cats for sure. There's a more important war happening right now. I just think the, the cat and dog people just need to come together. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Honestly, like, I love them both. I love cats and dogs. For their own yeah, reasons. For their own reasons. Yeah. And I love when cats are friends with dogs. Because, oh, you know. And they do. They could become friends. They like, become it's besties. Possible. So. I know. Not my, not my, not my dog. Well, maybe if, if you got like a kitten. I would love to get a kitten. I would love <laughs> to, to get a kitten. kitten. I think, she, I think bats like if she. I think bats needs to be like the older one first and then get like a little That kitten. is true because when- the kitten has to adjust to bats. Yes, and bats doesn't have to adjust. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Because when I, my sister's dog visited us a couple times, bats is always like, when does it leave? <laughs> like, it's just always like, and you know, like Lucy's awkwardly. older and Lucy's an old, Lucy's a golden girl. Yeah. Okay, she walks 10 steps and then gives up and she sprawls her body out she's she's shaped like a soup can and so like she's not like bats is always like let's go bats is like so she needs someone younger than her bats is a party girl bats it's a party it's a party girl and i can't wait to go that's my favorite thing though is when i come home and she's all like where have you been what have you done here did you see this toy of mine did you see this toy of mine she's a party girl so Yeah. yeah takeaways friend breakups suck party girls are rule. the shit they rule they help us through things and cat and dog people come on you guys come together Let's come together well plug yourself oh yeah well, one day i will have plugs for you to plug oh my god brian thank Brian's god you're home because i was about to be like should i stay if the ghosts come back <laughs> like i was gonna be like we can't finish this episode until the well ghost. no brian's now excited to see you so oh, sure yes we hang out um yeah. yeah you can find me rose underscore etta stone at instagram and uh, sometimes twitter um or the or new X. blog on the block oh yeah no i will always call it twitter so Fuck i will never Elon call it Musk. X. yeah the or- artist formerly known as twitter um <laughs> or the new blog on the block.com yay. yay and then follow me stephanie megan or go to broco therapy dot com all that shit is there and also guys follow me or subscribe to my patreon i have bonus episodes and ad free episodes on dare as well Ooh. okay bye love you i hope you cried let us know comment below if you did okay, yes bye. we love that broke girl therapy broke broke girl girl therapy Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.